there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. Hope you have a bone-chilling time with us and got your cauldron all going full of those delicious, delicious games. Don't boil them, because some may be worth lots of money, but we will steal them from you in your dreams. And now, to the gamekeeper himself, Toby! I'm player one. And I am player two, Goobs! Ghostly Goobs. Ghostly Goobs. We'll talk like this all episode. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> so, we do a weekly retro video game review. Sometimes old, sometimes new, but most of the time we stick with the retro games. We love our old crap around here. <laughs> it's old crap that's in your closet and we think is very valuable. Yeah, we review them for everyone and then we rate them, give them a rage meter, and let you know if it's worth buying and uh, give our opinions on it. In a short, uh, not really so short, 40 minutes or so, give or take. That's right. And we are also part of the Somebody's Network, which is not so scary. It's actually full of a bunch of great shows. You can follow all... It should be the Somebody's. (laughs) There you go. Spooky. That joke's all episode, folks. Oh, no. (laughs) Halloween dad jokes. But yes, go follow the Somebody's Network on Instagram and Twitter at Somebody's Net. That's at S-O-M-E-B-U-D-D-I-E-S-N-E-T. And there's lots of great shows like The Best Darn Diddly, Throwdown Thursday. The Derailers, <laughs> Secret Transmission Podcast. The Cretans Guild, Nerd or Not, and Random Ramblings with Rob. A bunch of great shows. Uh, go check it out. But let's let's get on with our review this week. The Halloween Spooktacular. Yeah, we're going to break down a whole bunch of scary spooky games this month that's right and we're kicking it off um it's still spooky it's got spooky characters in there in in the game i don't know if it's necessarily spooky though it's got halloween eccentric characters in it It, man it it does have all the um all the characters you need for a, a frightful time 
That's for sure. Or any, like, costume you can buy at the dollar store will represent any of these characters in this game. <laughs> and as you know by the header of this episode, we're talking about Monster in My Pocket! And we're not talking about my dick! Ah! <laughs> Jesus, Murphy <laughs> Jones! Oh, come on. That's... When I asked to see Nessie, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> come on now. We we were both thinking that joke, and one of us was going to get no, to No, I definitely wasn't. I was being lighthearted and spooky. <laughs> <laughs> You're being lighthearted and creepy. Yeah, I'm the creepy old man, which is still scary. <laughs> oh, that's Frankenstein or Dracula. <laughs> At least you know what they're up to. Right. So, this game was released in 1992. It was developed by Konami. And it was published by Konami in North American regions and Palcom in the PAL regions. And it was exclusively available on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, you're playing with power. Shit, son. That's where we played this game. This game is a single player game or which is I feel kind of unique for Nintendo games because most Nintendo games didn't do this uh, co-op style so well, like two characters on the screen at the same time. It's not. Yeah, a lot of them were like you take turns playing like the Mario. Right. So you could uh, have Well, Double Dragon did the two players. Yeah, but this is a side. Contra. Yeah, well, for uh, and, and Contra <laughs> being Konami, right? Yeah. So Konami kind of has it down on their two-player side-scrollers. I should have tried the code on this game. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that either. Huh. <laughs> Look at we're professional podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a little bit of a story because there was a comic book that came out uh, with this game. And, and this this game is actually based on the toys, right? Yes. The little small toys that were... Pretty much like the old Muscle Men figures that you would get back in the late 80s, early 90s. No, muscle Men were a whole bunch of little figures, like they're all skin tone. This was the same take on that, but it was all like mythical monsters and like creatures, zombies, and pretty much anything that was thrown into this toy line. Right, and, and you know, monsters in your pocket. You put them in your pocket because they're little, little small toys. Yeah, they were all just one color, just uh, well, very soft vinyl. I, I want to say that they did have some that were multiple colors. Oh, okay. I remember, like, I used to have these back in the day, and I remember them all just being one solid color. Right. And I, I think they had several different series of them come out, and, like, special... I think I saw something, like, where SpaghettiOs had special uh, monsters that you could send off for if you... That sounds about right. Yeah. The Spaghetti-O monster. <laughs> Spooky-O's. Spooky-O's. But there is a story, like I said. Uh, it kind of ties into the comic book. And, oh, and there was a cartoon, but that has nothing to do with this particular story. So, would you like me to tell you about the story? I'd love to hear about this very short story. The evil monster known as Warlock wants to rule over all the monsters. So he creates a shrinking spell to punish anyone who tries to stop him from ruling. All the monsters join him, except for Vampire and the Monster. Warlock screws up the spell and accidentally shrinks all the monsters. He sends out his generals to stop the two rogue monsters, which are Springhill Jack, Bigfoot, Kraken, Gremlin, and Medusa. 
vampire and monster find their way into a teenager's pocket named Miles. <laughs> Whoa there, Dracula and the monster. What are you getting up to? Well, and you know what? There's uh, I read something else where his name was different, so that may not be his name. But uh, we have a friend named Miles from the Best Star in Diddly, so I thought it, it, it was best that, you know, monsters are trying to get in his pants. Yeah, he'd probably appreciate that. <laughs> so, anyways, they end up going home with him. The monsters are sitting back, enjoying some TV when... Warlock. The Konami television. I, I did notice the Konami television. That was pretty cool. Uh, but they're watching this TV when Warlock takes over the broadcast and ends up sending his army of monsters after them, and they basically have to fight their way downstairs, through the kitchen, to the street, in the sewer, to a construction site, in a oriental garden. Yes. And then they have to make it to Monster Mountain to try to take down Warlock. And then back to the living room. And then, yeah, and then back in front of the TV. For whatever reason. <laughs> Warlock kind of reminds me of like a Max Headroom. Or like a <laughs> racer head or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly kind of what it is. I would just like pops up on the TV and like... He doesn't look that creepy. Like you're thinking monster in my pocket. Like this guy's taking on like pretty much the monster's Frankenstein. And a vampire. Yep. So like... You're not really that intimidating looking, man. You got some, like, sweet-ass uh, hipster haircut from the 1970s, 60s. It's like a pompadour, like, kind of thing going on. Yeah, he, he's not very intimidating. Like, he's just like, ha, 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 I'm going to send my henchmen after you. And you're like, Yeah, they're like, whoa, we're going to kick your butt. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what starts it all. So this game should take anywhere from 25 minutes to 40 minutes. I did find a dual speedrun by X2 Poet and Dragon XYK of 14 minutes and 14 seconds because they played together at the same time. Uh, yeah, if you can double team these bad guys, <laughs> it, it takes it uh, t- takes off a lot of time. Right. So basically, in this game, uh, you platform, you make your way through each level, like I was talking about a minute ago. Yeah, you go through the level and get bombarded by enemies. You can punch, duck, duck and punch, jump, jump and punch, or double jump. That's it. That's all all your buttons do. Double jump comes in handy. You can just jump over a lot of the bad guys if you're trying to get somewhere fast. Yeah, I, I really wouldn't suggest trying to take on every enemy on screen. I think No, there's no need to. Well, you can get like an extra life if you get so many points, but there's you can just breeze through this pretty much if you really wanted to yep and at the end of each level you do face one of those bosses that i mentioned earlier the first one being spring hill jack which is a is a if you've ever looked up cryptids or anything that's a really funny one go look up spring hill jack he's uh give a quick synopsis on spring hill jack um basically uh legend says that uh he's got some springs in his boots and he bounces around, and uh, if I remember correctly, he likes boobies. And he'd go <laughs> jump and grab boobies, and... Because uh, this guy was throwing knives at you, but this guy would, like, jump around and grab boobs? <laughs> well, <laughs> Goops I mean, can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the vampire and the monster character did not have boobs, so I would throw knives at them as well. But he's, he also <laughs> breathes fire and stuff, like, just depending on which legend. Uh, but, yeah, it's there's a bunch of cryptid characters in here, so it's, it's a pretty cool 
So it ties right into the spooky time of year. Yeah, perfect. Perfect timing. Um, and the titty grabbing time of the, year. If you, <laughs> that's right. If cassette allows. <laughs> yes. Get the We're not Spring Hill Jacks around here. <laughs> Always ask. A, don't be a Spring Hill Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spring Hill Jack doesn't ask for a, a cassette. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a Spring Hill Jack is a new t-shirt on our T public page. <laughs> um, okay, so. Spring Hill Jack off. <laughs> Someone had to make that joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we didn't leave that that stone unturned. <laughs> Our listeners will be disappointed. Right. So, uh, let's go ahead and get a small spoiler out of the way. If you plan on playing this game, uh, fast forward, I don't know, a minute, because I'm going to ruin something starting now. Now I'm going to ruin something. A minute. Okay, so uh, there are six regular levels. At the end of each of those levels, you do fight one of the bosses. On the sixth level, you fight the boss. And then when you think it's over, you fight him again on the seventh level. So it's a little bit of a twist, but it's a pretty cool it's twist. Like M. Night Shyamalan wrote this game. <laughs> I dug it. I thought that was kind of neat because you're like, oh, the game's over. And then, wham, one more. So I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, the sixth level, though, is a, a gauntlet. You are going to fight all the bosses over again. I'm going to say it now. The the bosses are the least difficult thing in this video game. <laughs> yeah, going through the level is way more hard. And the levels are... I really like the level design in this game. How it's like a shrunken... Like, you're going through a house. And there's multiple levels that you can go through. Like, you can stay on the floor. You can jump onto the beds or the dressers and go from there and there's different paths you can take which i really enjoyed because they're like oh shit i'm getting my ass handed to me on the floor well let's go up then and see what's up there and there's like oh there's a witch there i never saw the witch before get away from me witch bitch <laughs> yeah no it's it's really cool that there are multiple paths that you can take in the same levels uh the levels aren't like super long but no it's, it's still interesting uh, this whole game isn't super long. You can beat this game in one setting. Yeah, yeah. it's a, It goes pretty quick. Like I said, 25, maybe 45 minutes at the longest if you have a little bit of trouble. But, I mean, I think I beat it in like 30, 35 minutes. But I was trying yeah, I'm around to, the same mark. I was trying to like really explore and see what all was happening, you know. Um, yeah. It, uh, but those moving platforms on some of the stages, man. They're, They'll get you sometimes. They're pretty rough. I hated the sewer. The sewer was probably my least favorite level in this game. Yeah, we were on like the the cap or whatever the heck it is going through. Yeah, you have yeah, all those things jumping at you and the dead fish. And if, if you, one hits you, you're you're falling off. Yeah, you, you can jump and like swipe them. That's what I was doing. Just like, okay, here they come. Jump and swipe. Jump and swipe. Jump and swipe. Do not let them get anywhere close to you, or else you are dinner. Yeah, you uh, get knocked off this thing and you fall in the water and it's an immediate death. Which, that's a, that's a good thing to bring up, though. When you die, you don't start back at the beginning. If you have lives... You start off right where you were. I love that. I like that. I, I never felt like I got frustrated because, like, you know, usually when you... Because there's a shitload of enemies. Like I was saying a minute ago, the bosses are super easy. They've gotten really... Uh, easy patterns to learn. You can pick them up really quick. After, if you just dodge them for for the first two or three attacks, you'll see what's happening real quick, and then you can uh, you can just beat them very quickly. They have simple attacks. Um, yeah, levels just flood the stages with like 
All sorts of different little creatures coming at you. Yeah, everything from uh, uh, witches, like you said, uh, dinosaurs. uh, All those uh, lions that spit fire. Lions, yeah, all kinds of crazy monsters and stuff are coming at you. And those little sexy little loves that like to slide down the construction (laughs) site level at you. Yeah. Pose all fancy up there. (laughs) You know, and did you ever get any kind of like... uh, like uh, all your characters were blinking because there were so many uh, enemies on the screen. Oh yeah, there's definitely slowdown on this game. Yeah, it's so, like when they really flooded to you in the later levels, you're like, oh okay. I had it happen to me. There's one stage where you're running downhill and there's golf balls chasing after you, and uh, there's one segment where two golf balls come down. You got to really time your jump. You got to double jump over them or else you're gonna take damage. And then all of a sudden, like it started like glitching out on me. I'm like, oh freak no man and then yeah i got hit by a golf ball lost the health well you get one of those handy dandy handy dandy health uh, canisters that are lying around right yeah there are little health pickups throughout the level so that that's not bad and there uh there it's not like there's so many that it's like it, it makes the game super easy they're spread out pretty far you know sometimes you won't see one for like the entire level and then you'll see like two and you're like okay yeah. You could have put like one, one in the for middle. you, one for your friend. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't even think about it being that. Because it's not like the whole like, Ninja Turtle thing. Like, who wants the pizza right now? You want the pizza? Yeah, you you have to fight over it. Uh, or, or you grab the pizza. I needed it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> then like people are butt hurt and shit happens. And <laughs> someone gets punched in the face. Shit happens. <laughs> So, who did you play through? Because there's two characters you can play as, as we mentioned. You can play through the vampire or the monster. Uh, so, I'm a big Frankenstein fan. Uh, or Frankenstein's monster, but I'm the Frankenstein movies. Um, so, I went with the monster. Uh, I do like like Dracula. I, I like monsters. I like monster movies, but I, I went with uh, Frank. I'm See, and I knew Frank. that I you were going to do that from knowing you, because when... We record, there's a big giant Frankenstein poster you painted over your head. Yeah. So it's just just like, he's going to be Frankenstein or the monster, so I'm going to be Dracula or the vampire. So I'm like, let's get two different opinions on this, but it really doesn't matter who the fuck you pick. It's just a reskin, because they absolutely do the same thing. Yeah, I I went back and played just uh, the first two levels again with uh, the vampire, and yeah, exactly the same. They, They... now i will say uh the vampire his cape is badass the the yeah when he jumps yeah his sprites of it floating it looks really cool so i'm kind of i was like man i could have been looking at that the whole time because it is cool (laughs) yeah Uh, when you double jump it kind of looks like you're levitating a bit but you're not right um with this game though like was there anything that you just wish there was more of or do you wish there was more levels like what what do you what do you think this game could have done it could have been a bit longer but it was a fun pace like you don't want to get bored of something right like this is a side scroller like you don't want to be doing the same thing over and over and over again for two hours or whatever right so let's just say this, this isn't a classic like Mega Man I can play a Mega Man game for two hours straight and not get bored of it because there's different challenges and stuff like that. This game was pretty straightforward for the most part. You just go through the level, and sometimes they throw something in, like you go across on a crane or something. And I appreciate little things like that, but 
But this one thing this game really needed was uh, some extra power-ups or something along the way. Yeah. It would have been yeah. nice to, like, show your power. Like, say I can turn into a bat and fly around for a little bit. Or you're the monster. You can just, like, rage out and smash everything in sight and, like, oh, yeah. be immune really to damage, cool. right? Like, really show your monster's abilities and capabilities. See, here's one thing that I think would have added a little more spice to this game. If some of the the items in the better not have garlic in it. (laughs) No garlic. Uh, No, I I think it would have been cool to interact with some of the items in the background. Like when you're in the kitchen area, like maybe when you're by the sink, you could flip it on and the water like washes enemies away or something. You know, just something small. Or like pick up the key that's in the bedroom level and like throw it at someone. I was expecting that key to go to something, so I was carrying it all around, getting my ass kicked. And <laughs> I never, I never found anything that it went to. And then in other levels, like the construction site, you can pick up uh, 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 screws. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there was too many other items because I, I, I was just kind of like, well, this is kind of. Oh, it's fun to it, yell though when you throw like, get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> lots of dad jokes. Lots of dad jokes. Um. How'd you think the controllers handle? Oh, they were good for what they were. They were pretty tight at times. Uh, some, like, the really tight jumping parts, uh, some of the levels I flubbed up a couple times. Then I'm going to blame the controls with air quotations. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I had no problem with them. They We've had some definitely worse games with controls, and this wasn't one of them. You know, I think Konami, for the most part, is... Uh, it's kind of like our Capcom games. Like they've, they always usually have pretty good. Yeah, they know their shit. Uh, the only problem I had with the jumping, uh, the double jump. You, you know how some games sometimes it would work, a, sometimes it wouldn't. Well, sometimes, well, it, it, it you had to do the double jump within like the going up motion. If you tried, if you were already coming down even a little yeah, bit, it late. wouldn't double jump. So that's that was the only thing, but you know that's not even that's you get just used to that pretty fast. Yeah, you 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 learn real quick. Oh, if I come down, I'm not double jumping. <laughs> so yeah, make sure if you're trying to get the highest, make sure you're at the peak of the jump before you double jump or hit it again. Um, other than that, though, the the punching range is pretty short. You got to pretty pretty much yeah, it's be like a hugging. punch or like a slash kind of like. I was imagining, like, because I was playing the vampire, so I was like, I'm using my claws to slash forward. Like, that's how I envisioned it in my mind. Right. Yeah, I just, it was just really tight on the character. Like, your your hitbox is just barely behind that, that punch, you know? So if, if you mess up and you punch just a hair too late, then you're getting hit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're going to get hit a lot when you play this counter because you come right back to life right away. Yeah. Uh, you only get two or three continues, but you start out with three lives for each continue, right? Yep. So, I mean, you've got you've got plenty of lives to, to get. And like this. I said before, you can gain extra lives as you go through. Like, I think it's every 500 points you get a life. Yeah, for, for killing uh, the enemies. What do you think of the music? I actually didn't mind the music. I thought it fit perfectly within the game. And uh, very catchy. You're not playing the same song all the time. so And the game is short, like I said. So the music did not get to me at all like it has in other games. <clears throat> Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the playthrough and the music really added to it for me. Yeah, uh, I thought the music was good. I think music in Konami games are, are usually pretty, uh, pretty good for the most part. The ending music was kind of really upbeat and zany. I'm like, what the hell is this right now? Well, it is a toy line. I don't think they were necessarily supposed to be super spooky. So well, that's what we needed. <laughs> lightning bolts. Yeah. With thunder, not lightning bolts, stupid goobs. You were close. <laughs> Shut up, Professor Oak. <laughs> you called him out. Wow, that's weird. Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Um, so, I read somewhere that someone was like, this music's a rip-off from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number, uh, the second one. The second one, not the first one, the second one. That may be and, why I enjoyed it so much. Well, I went back and tried to compare some of it, and I could see where the person's kind of saying it, because it kind of sounds a little bit similar, but every one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tracks have somewhere yeah. in the in the mix of it all so it's not like and we would have picked it, that out just, if we heard that yeah no shit i think it's just the tone the same tones are used again it's a konami game I, i'm sure they had the same uh uh composers for each game you know are on at least a handful of the same game so yeah you're gonna get some of the same style so i don't think it's bad i liked it i enjoyed it I wouldn't, I wouldn't rank it in any kind of top list, but it, it's pretty Yeah, no, it, it didn't weigh it on me. Well Sometimes uh, the music really weighs on me when you're playing something over and over, like a really challenging game. You're like, okay, I have enough of this, man, to save 30 seconds here. But no, I didn't have this at all with this game. So thumbs up to you, my pet monster. Not my pet monster, monster in my pocket. Also, thumbs up <laughs> to my pet monster because that show was awesome. So, which one of the uh, boss battles did you like the most? Because they're pretty simple, like we said, but I, I wanted to see if, if you had a favorite that was like kind of fun. I enjoyed the Kraken one the most. The Kraken... Yeah, the Kraken wasn't bad. It, was, uh, it kind of pissed me off because I couldn't figure out the tentacles on it at first, like what it was going to do. And then it, I got my ass whooped before I was like, oh. Yeah, okay, I just I let it come happen. up. I let the tentacles <laughs> flail around for a bit. I laugh at it, then jump in, get a few, like, strikes in as he's going down because I didn't want to take any damage so I'm like okay this guy's easy I can take two minutes to beat him let's just do it but I like watching his like he comes up he's like like an inflatable uh, waving arm man like hey guys what's up <laughs> that's all he does uh, I think the gremlin battle was neat uh, he's hanging from a hook at the construction site and uh, I thought that was pretty interesting pretty sure you see his butt when you kill him <laughs> I didn't notice. Uh, I'll be looking for that, though. <laughs> Toby, butt watcher. <laughs> so you want me to give you uh, some fun facts on this game? I'd love to hear some creepy facts. Ooh, that's right. These are very creepy. You guys got three more weeks of this, so... <laughs> Enjoy Hold it. in there. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the Hobgoblin and Gremlin were good monsters in the comic book as comic relief, but in this, they appeared as villains. Oh, shoot. They had yeah. a change of heart. Yeah. Other monsters from the comics, werewolf, vampires, golems, swamp beasts, the Phantom of the Opera, 
Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll, and Mummy made no appearances. Oh I think the, man! I think the Invisible Sorry, Man. I think the Invisible Man is in this. We just didn't see him. Then <laughs> I was waiting for you to say anything, and you just looked at me like. No, because I I thought you were giving me a fun fact there. I normally (laughs) listen to your fun facts and then... Well, I have a mind-blowing fact right now, or an idea. Imagine if this game was done in Mega Man style. Oh. Where you're like a monster hunter taking on the monsters and go through. Ooh, that'd be cool. You get, like, some kind of power or something. Or, like, a relic or, like, a curse or something, like... Like, you kill Medusa, you get the head. Like, kind of like God of War, like, shit like that, but... <laughs> but NES style. We want the God of War NES. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh. God of Monsters. <laughs> so, in Asia, this game was released in Asia. Can you believe that? Yeah, but I could. It... There's an Oriental Garden in it. Uh, yeah, I know there is, but... It wasn't actually Monsters in My Pocket that got released in Asia. Oh. This was reskinned. Exact same game, 100%. Except the same sprites and everything? Same sprites throughout the whole entire game, except for our main two heroes, the monster and vampire. They were changed to Batman and Flash. (laughs) Really? And that's what the game's called. The game is called Batman and Flash. And it looks like a poor excuse for Batman, and Flash has Batman uh, uh, pointer ear things, pointy ear things. Like I said, it's basically a ROM hack, but you're, everything else in the entire game is exactly the same. Batman and Flash are... Like si- all the villains are saving everything yes. and they don't replace them? Yes, nothing is replaced. You're, <laughs> they're sitting in front of a giant TV at the very start of the game. See, they could have easily had Joker if these people weren't lazy. Joker could have been on the TV. Yeah, you know what? It would have made just as good of a, a Batman game, you know? So, who knows? Yeah, no, you definitely could have reskinned all the villains and just have Warlock as Joker. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Uh, Spring Hill Jack could have been Penguin. Uh, yeah. I'm, no, Penguin would have been the... On the crane. No, the second one in the freezer. Oh, uh, that's Penguin's that's supposed like to be Bigfoot. I don't know why. Uh, it was more of a Yeti to me. That's what I thought, He's shooting ice at you. That's exactly what I thought. Poison Ivy could have been the Medusa or the Witches or whatever the hell they were. Yeah. Yeah. It, they could have done something with it. But anyways. So, yeah. If you look for... No, I'm getting really onto this now, man. <laughs> we, should, we should make this. I, so try to sidetrack me. I would I would assume <laughs> this is on the Famicom. Uh, so if you look for this version on Famicom, it's Batman and Flash. At the copyright screen, press and hold right A, B... And select, and then press start. If you're, if you do this right, the sound test will appear. So you can get to the sound test options, which not every game has. I just thought that was neat. So. I always like playing around the Mortal Kombat ones. Right. <laughs> so maybe I'll go back and listen because some of the tracks I did like. So it'd be nice to go revisit them. Yeah. Um. And the last thing I got is you can buy a copy of this game loose for about thirty five bucks. Uh, I saw some of the auctions on eBay going for around 50 but 35 to 50 35 being a pretty good deal. So if someone's selling it yeah. for 30 I'd pick it up. Pick it up, yeah. Um, 30 or less, grab it. It's not bad. If you find it closed in a box, you're going to be paying like $90 or more, it looks like. So 
Did it come with like a an exclusive like monster or anything? See, I think I read something that it, it did come with one, and it was inside the NES box. Uh, I don't remember who it was or what it was exactly, but there, I think there was an exclusive uh, figure in the box. So I think you're right. Sweet. That one's probably worth a lot of money. So if you get it in a box, sell the figure, probably pay for the game. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's move on to the rage meter. Oh, come on! Ah! Okay, so, uh, you know what? The grave meter. The grave meter. <laughs> so the rage meter is our, or grave meter right now for the spooky holidays, <laughs> is our 1 to 10 scale of how pissed off this game made you or put you in the grave almost. So I'm going to go first. Yeah, I usually let you go first. We're going to do go feet first. under for our rating. Yep. Feet under? How many feet under did you put your <laughs> 10 feet under? Um, this only, uh, put me six feet under out of ten. Um, I, I don't think this game was terribly hard. I, I feel like the game was pretty smooth for the most part, played pretty well. I think the most frustrating thing about this game is just getting bombarded by enemies. I mean, maybe six is a little high. Maybe I could I could put it at a five. I think it's it's just oh, oh. Mr. Colomio for changing my shit around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go to I'll, I'll I'll go to a five. I'll safely put it at a five because it's not frustrating. It's just the levels, just the the screen fills up with so much that it it, it slows down the game. You know, yeah. so uh, I I love the level designs and everything. So I, there's not much to to rage about i wish there was a like you said some kind of extra feature like a extra power that you could use or interact with some of the some more of the items or like invincibility a shield like something have something in yeah, there for us and maybe uh an extra level or two uh but that, that doesn't i really like go. more characters if i had a choice of four that'd be good yeah i i guess Really, like I said, the rage just comes from the amount of enemies that are on the screen at one time uh, during the normal parts of the levels. So, uh, I'm going to go with five. Five it is. What do you got? I'm going to give it a solid 4.5. My playthrough, a couple playthroughs weren't that bad. I enjoyed myself going through, and... uh, Yeah, nothing really too hard I found in this game. The... Like you said, the bosses are easier than the levels are. The one thing that does, like, get the rage meter is the two platforming parts where you're just going across the, like, the one, like, construction level. You're on the crane. You go on, and you have those little bastards with uh, the hook for a hand. Yep. And you thought you timed it perfectly, but no, you didn't. And you jump in the hit you and knock you right off the map and take away a full life. So I'm just like, that part got to me a little bit. And same thing with the dead fishes. But everything else was kind of a piece of cake really enjoyed just playing through it yeah yeah i mean there's there's not a whole lot to get real angry about on this no game. there's it's, really not you're only playing for a half hour 40 minutes tops yeah, so you can't I, really rage about anything there's very lenient lives and continues yeah there's just it's it's just nothing to rage about i mean with monsters and everything you'd think it'd be uh 
a little bit more chaotic. Well, chaotic like, yeah, chaotic. They get chaotic at times, but like not severely chaotic. Right. Controllable chaos. <laughs> uh, so I guess let's uh let's get spooky and give it a one to ten rating on what we thought of the game overall. Well, yeah, it was four and a half feet under. If we, I even took away my own rating. Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of the game? One to ten. Uh, I will give this uh, a six point five. A seven. Let's go for a seven. <laughs> it's short. It's sweet. Has everything you want in a platformer side scroller. Besides like, the power ups and stuff like that, which we touched on several times. But I enjoyed the sprites, Dracula's cape, like we said, mesmerizing. The bad guys were memorable. The final bosses of each level were a lot of fun. Like, you can figure out their patterns very easily. Just like if you played a Mega Man game. We always go back to Mega Man here on this show. You can memorize those patterns very easily as well. And get through those bosses no problem. Same thing with this game. And fighting them all again was a cinch. It wasn't too bad. I wish the bad guy was a bit different. Warlock wasn't really that scary to me. I wish they had something else in that. And fighting the TV at the end of it, spoilers, is kind of, I don't know, kind of a lame cop-out. Like, I know we killed the guy again, but he could have came up and blew up the TV and showed up in the living room again. But that's 2020's hindsight. But yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this game, and if anyone's into monsters or anything like that, or just fun side-scrollers, go pick this game up for sure. It's not too expensive on the price scale of some of the stuff we played, so pretty easily accessible. I'm going to give it a 7.5 rating. Oh, nice. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this is this will actually probably become something that I, I throw in my rotation of like, I'm bored, but I don't want to get too invested in a game. It's It's a perfect length. It's fun enough that I'll probably come back to it and play it a couple more times. It's got the right amount of challenge at times. And- yeah, yeah. It's it's relaxed. It's not it's not just beat you over the head fucking hard, you know. And it's not I'm I'm breezing through this. It's so stupid easy. So I I, I really like the middle ground that it had. Um, again, the power ups. Just a little more would have made this probably an eight or an eight five to me extra levels would have definitely put it up at an eight or an eight five uh but yeah seven seven five is what i'm gonna stick with uh i really enjoyed all the sprites all the animations uh and plus you're really into cryptids and monsters (laughs) like yeah yeah straight up your alley and, and each level has a bunch of different monsters so you're not seeing i mean they're you're going to see a bunch of goblins or whatever on that particular level, but then the next level, you're going to get a bunch of different monsters. Yeah, you're a whole new set, man. That's what I really appreciated as well. Yeah, you're, you're not getting, like, the same bullshit over and over just with the new uh, palette swap. Yeah, a new coat you know? paint on them. So, I thought that was really neat. Um, good game. Uh, I I definitely want to have it in my collection. Uh, Ooh, I definitely need this so in my worthy. collection. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I like it. I, again, it'll be something I go back to and play. Probably, I'll probably make it a, a Halloween tradition because I liked it a lot. I, I didn't get a chance to play the two-player mode, but I think that would be a lot of fun to, to boot on with one of the kids or something, and you know. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to play that either. So that that'd be a lot of fun to get to just to see how that plays out. See if it makes the game that much easier or. 
How much more frustrating is someone's taking all your heart canisters? Finish him. You can find me, Goobs, on Twitter. I'm at GoobsWN. G-O-O-B-Z-W-N. Never spelled it out before, but I probably should, because people might think it starts with or ends with an S, not a Z. It's a Z. And then, um... I also do another show called The Derailers with my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and my best friend, Ripkin. Go check that show out. We jump the train off the tracks every single week, and it's absolutely a lot of fun. We have random conversations, and who knows what we're talking about? Because we sure don't. And we also watched Derailed Wrestling on YouTube. Go check it out. The channel is called Wrestlers Wrestling. And you know what? There's a new video game coming out soon, WWE 2K19. We're going to take full advantage of that and try to recreate our roster from 2K18 and bring you all the mayhem and all the shit that we can only bring you. And some podcasters will be on there, and it will be absolutely mayhem. Jump into the rocket to fuel it up, brothers. <laughs> Damn. If you could only see the movements that Toby just saw, you'd be impressed. Uh, yeah, it, it was really impressive. I, I wish my uh, my little spill was as uh, entertaining as, as you. Agree with the crop. <laughs> but for uh, for me, I'm just gonna speak regularly, Hi. like Toby. Hi, I'm Toby. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I have a, I have another podcast. <laughs> no, I do have another podcast. It is called the Secret Transmission Podcast. You can find it on all the major podcasting platforms. And uh, we discuss uh, spooky stuff all year long, not just in the month of October, but all year long. We talk about cryptids. We talk about serial killers. We talk about conspiracies, UFOs, ghosts, anything spookular, spooktacular. All year long. So uh, go check it out. Secret Transmission Podcast. And for our show, The Secret Levels Podcast, you can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Secret Levels Pod. Hit us up. Chat with us. Oh, I haven't signed up yet, but I have downloaded Instagram on my phone. Ooh. Step one completed. All right. <laughs> so hopefully next week we'll have a uh, uh, Instagram handle and uh, Google. Instagram update. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, have I signed up or not? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully Goobs will start taking pictures of his collection and stuff and uh, maybe get on the Secret Levels account and start posting stuff. Hey, that's all you got to do. You don't even have to make an account. It's already there. We also have a Facebook page, Secret Levels Podcast, and we also have a group where you can discuss video game and video game accessories called the Secret Levels Group. That's it. So join us, talk with check us. Check all that stuff out, and also check out tpublic.com slash users slash Secret Levels. Toby has made some amazing design shirts there, and why not go throw them on your chest, folks, because there's going to be some amazing stuff. That's going to be some amazing stuff. There is amazing stuff. Toby's makes amazing work. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of retro-inspired video game logos that we have taken, quotation marks. Parodied. <laughs> and made them our own. And they're a lot of fun. No one Capitol Hill to work out a compromised health care. Soccer bopper. Soccer bopper. More fun than. So, Hernando, I heard you're a robosexual. Can you tell us what that is? Well, I'm in love with a, a robot that I created, 
and she's the most beautiful piece of metal I've ever seen in my life, and she has feelings, and I just love her to death. She's she's the, my one and only. Monster oh, has oh, feelings like robots. I now disrupt your schedule of feature, Dr. Phil, to warn you two little bastards that I am coming to disrupt your whole world right now. I am sending my minions right after you because I am Warlock, and I'm in your television, and I'm in your minds right now, Monster and Dracula, Vampire Man. Blah, what are you doing? We're trying to watch Dr. Phil, blah! Monster loves Phil. Blah, see? I don't care if you love or like Dr. Phil. My monsters are infiltrating your premises right now. So you two goofballs better be ready. Blah, but we don't care if you run all the monsters. We just want Dr. Phil. Blah. So all you two care about is television? <sighs> You're not even worth my... Minions coming to fight you. I've had it. You just two rot your brains for the rest of your life. I will not kill you as a sacrifice. Warlock blah, get the fuck off my screen, blah. All you say is blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. You, I want to have fun killing you two. This ain't a fucking challenge. Fucking Dr. Phil. Fuck this shit. Game over, folks. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. From Apple products to Zelda games, and from aliens to zombies, we are Double Density. Tech Tales and Paranormal Primers with your hosts, Brian and Angelo. New episodes every Wednesday. DoubleDensity.net Double Density.